this thing called EMF, or electromagnetic fields. They impact a lot of other things in life, but not stuff that we can see. Let me explain. Infrasound is below the level of what people can perceive. A typical person can hear down to about 20 hertz. Infrasound is below the 20 hertz. Even when your muscles move or your body is just doing normal body functions, it's making all these vibrations, and that's usually within 5 to 40 hertz. That's why you really can't hear your body doing stuff. This probably explains why some people get so uncomfortable in rooms that are made of super, super anti-sound. In the anechoic chambers, there's no echo. The walls suck up all that sound. When you're in those rooms, you can hear your heart valves closing. Some people even say that they can hear their blood flowing through their circulatory system. It's very disorienting. Nobody's ever spent longer than 45 minutes in that room because it just, it drives them crazy. Not because they're crazy, it's because they're in this environment that they're vulnerable to hear all these things that were always around, they just didn't perceive them until they got in the room. Make sense? I've been doing my best to not let anybody know about my medical degree. And mainly, I've just been hanging out with the cows. There was a couple of cows that were really bloated. And I was keeping an eye on it because I thought, well, maybe they have tapeworm. If that's the worst thing that's going to happen in today's times, then we can handle a little bit of tapeworm, you know? But there was always this other thought that there was something else going on with the cows. I didn't tell anyone. Probably not the right choice. But whistleblowers don't really get commended, so I didn't tell anyone. Earlier today, one of the other people that are here, they came running up to me. I was kind of hanging out with Laika, because I'd already done all the... whatever. This person came running over and they said, Aren't you Sarah? You're the one that takes care of the cows, right? And I said, yeah. And they said, well, I need you to come right now. Something's wrong. So I ran. Okay, there's this construct called infrasound, the sound below the level that we can hear. Infrasound, interestingly, is also suggested to be a contributing factor of why some people, they hear or see ghosts. Even if we can't hear it, it's a real thing. Infrasound can impact your body and your organs. It actually is in toxicology reports. I remember I looked this up when I was a resident. I don't know why. But in those situations, they test the loudest of all the infrasounds through the amount of decibels that it creates because loudness and decibels are completely different from frequency, which is a wave, and it's really physics. You know? I'm making a point. <laughs> Bear with me. Even if you can't hear something, it's got enough frequency to reverberate different parts of your body, and it can therefore cause physical change, like high blood pressure, or even ear damage or cellular problems. There are also suggestions that the infrasound of a certain decibels are able to cause vibrating in different parts of your brain, 
and those vibrating brain parts result in a person feeling this sense of general unease or discomfort, and it feels like someone's watching them. They think that they're able to see things that aren't there. And then, our brains have these tricky little things called mirror cells. Mirror cells are like the bandwagon that you jump on with your friends when your friends are already jumping on something. You've got bandwagon cells, and when they see other cells doing something, they want to jump on the trend. So even if those cells, the mirror cells, have no actual perception of what the uppity cells are perceiving, this brain cell probably knows what it's saying. I should probably do it too. And then those mirror cells make that sensation even more strong, which causes the person to have beliefs like someone's watching them just outside their periphery. So I ran back to the cows. And I was just hoping that somebody saw, like I said, a tapeworm coming into someone's butt. It's horrible to see, but it's not that big of a deal, you know? It's not like an alien is rupturing out. Except there was, kind of. So I got to this cow. None of them have names, but I mean, I, I named them on the inside. And this cow had this hoof, this tiny hoof coming out of it. It was, it was giving birth. And this, whoever it was, came to come get me. They didn't know what to do, which is, I mean, fair. I've never seen a cow give birth before, and I've definitely never assisted with that. I mean, we had like a a certain number of deliveries we had to do in med school, but that's pretty much my only knowledge. And that's always with people, of course. (laughs) Like, I know I'm more trained than everybody else here. And that intrinsic thing just kind of took over. So I told that person, I was like, you, go get me towels now. Grab somebody else, tell them to get something for cuts. So this is crazy and I won't get into the details, but amidst the excrement and the blood and all that stuff, I delivered a baby today. I did it. I saved it. I mean, it probably would have been fine without me, but the cord was wrapped around its neck and I saw it. I remembered that from med school and I found the memory somewhere to unhook this cord to let the baby cow breathe. And I know it's crazy, but it was so beautiful. I mean, like, yeah, there was blood, there's poop, there's lots of questionable secretions and stuff, but but I did it. Now try telling whoever was in that room that whole experience was just in their head. You're just saying science. They know what they've experienced. It's a very real perception, and you can't just discredit it because you're saying something about cells. But of course, just because one individual can experience a certain thing, it doesn't mean that somebody else is going to experience the same thing. You just end up looking like this crazy person because you drive your friends to the haunted building or whatever that gave you the creeps before, and they feel absolutely nothing other than concern for your mental well-being. 
to confound things even more are electromagnetic fields. There's swirling things and we can't see it, but those changes impact different ecosystems. Remember when 5G became a thing? The World Health Organization did say that cell phones that emit a certain type of EMF are possibly carcinogenic. The whole idea of 5G was pretty controversial. So it's a pretty good thing that we don't have working cell phones anymore, right? With that said, zombies are more likely to eat you nowadays than you're going to develop a glioma in the next 10 years. Really, you're not likely to get the next 10 years anyway, so... It's a little bit more controversial to determine whether or not electromagnetic fields can cause psychological disorders. You've probably seen or heard podcasts about people that are out ghost hunting. Invariably, these people will say they have an MF counter, an electromagnetic field counter, because there's going to be a change in the electromagnetic fields in that particular area, and that can't be explained by anything else, and therefore it has to be a ghost. I'm not sure ghosts are magnetic. I'm not sure if any of those statements are real, but I've definitely seen ghosts. Or at least I thought I did when I was a kid. Maybe the ghosts create EMF changes, or maybe the EMF changes result in us being able to perceive something as a ghost. You know, that whole what came first, chicken versus egg. This long-winded explanation of different things that should terrify you, or maybe not terrify you, but they might scare you a little bit, of things in this world that you can't see, but they influence the way that you perceive things. That's my way of trying to explain what it's like when I stop taking my meds. It wasn't as though I walked into a room and then all of a sudden, wham! It was more as if I was walking slowly into a cave. And as I went down into the cave, I started feeling as though I could see flickering images on the sides of my vision. Or maybe I was hearing something, but when I turned around, there was no one there saying the words. Those experiences of going into that cave, they became more and more pervasive until they started infiltrating into my regular life. And then there came a point where really I was second-guessing if I was talking to somebody at all. In this current world, I really don't want to be crazy. The last thing I need is for somebody to think I'm a liability. And I wasn't telling anyone I was a doctor, so it's not like I had any real redeeming qualities to anybody not to anybody else on the surface. So it's, it's been tough, I guess. They thought maybe I should bring the baby into our own living area because that's where the fire is burning. But I remembered hearing that babies shouldn't be taken from their mom, which kind of makes sense. And the mom needs to be able to produce milk, and they're only going to do that if the baby's around. So... I took my blankets, and I brought them to the cow silo. I mean, I can stay out here for a little while. I already smell like shit anyway. I named her Meredith. (laughs) 